Can I just tell you how much I love my Sotva mattress? We recently got new mattresses, got them from Sotva, and I have to tell you, it is absolutely amazing. I am sleeping through the night. I feel like I'm staying at a five-star hotel every night, and it is just the most amazing experience. Um, there's a location coming in Paramus. They have a location in D.C. They definitely have a location in New York. I'm telling you, run, don't walk. Go check out Sattva. So let me tell you, it is a premier online luxury mattress and bedroom furnishings brand. With a commitment to quality, sustainability, and health, Sattva offers a curated selection of handcrafted, made-to-order mattresses for every type of sleeper and luxurious accessories, including sheets, pillows, and bed frames. Visit them online at sattva.com and experience smarter luxury sleep. And when you use the coupon code Gale Davis, you will receive $225 off a mattress purchase of $1,000. Once again, that's Gale Davis, and it's G-A-I-L-D-A-V-I-S, Sattva. Welcome to episode 108. I am your host, Gail M. Davis, and this is Design Perspectives. Welcome to the Design Perspectives podcast. I am your host, Gail Davis. I will talk all things design from expectation to reality, from what to expect when working with designers as well as the trades. And from time to time, current events will seep their way into the conversation. In the meantime, sit back, relax, and listen. Hello, hello. Well, Today's podcast host is Michelle Lynn of ML Interiors. Listen, this woman is a powerhouse. She's also a Taurus. Shout out to Taurus season. Um, I Okay, I, I don't even know where to begin. She's also a business coach, which I really find it super important when designers become business coaches because what they're doing is they're sharing with you the how to follow the ebbs and flows, one, to make sure that you always have business in the pipeline, and two, how to manage your clients and keep them happy and to keep the, you know, the clients also in the pipeline. It's super, it's super important when you run a design business because it, if you don't do it right, you can operate out of feast and famine. And then that's just not a healthy way to run a business. And it's always interesting to me like Michelle Lynn, that when people come from corporate and turn and uh, pivot to become an interior designer and run a firm, they always have successful firms because they're taking what they learned in corporate and bringing it to their business. Because like Michelle Lynn will say in our conversation here, a lot of us start, start off with this, oh, there goes that Long Island accent again, uh, with hop, you know, cre- with this as a hobby, as opposed to a business. And then we get confused or we get discouraged and we get burned out and we get annoyed because we're not getting the quality clients that we feel we should have. But then again, it's all about your presentation. What are you presenting and how are you operating? And so we discuss that. We talk about, you know, how she started, um, how she built her team, which is really hilarious and funny. And I just 
so enjoyed this conversation. So without further ado, here is Michelle Lynn. Good morning, sunshine. How are you? Good morning. I'm fantastic. Thank you so much. I am so happy to have you on. Um, I want, I have so many questions for you. Your website is fire. I love what you offer, your services, everything. They're absolutely amazing. Um, there's two things. It's two questions, but you answer the way you need to. Number one, how did you get started? And I know your previous career helped chart the success of your firm. What are some of the key components you introduced to your business? Well, that's a fantastic question. And first of all, let me just say thank you for having me on your podcast. I am so honored just to be Yay. in your presence and the presence of uh, so many of your guests. So like I'm, it's a little pinch me moment. Um, so thank you. Thank to, you. Um, to answer your question, I have been doing this my whole life. But mm -hmm. in 2008, I decided to get paid for it. I had been in two separate, right? Right? Isn't this something that you're just like born into? True. And so... I had been in corporate America, two different industries, absolutely not design related. And in 2008, the company that I was working for sold to a much larger corporate entity. Mm -hmm. um, and I said, okay, God, what next? And literally he led me down the path of interior design. And I actually started my business. I said, 2008 it was the year I bought a house, got married, started my business, wow. and then the market crashed. So, yes. Yep. Was, I remember that. That's when I started. Yep. Yep. I still stepped out of management um, with my, with my, with my company's blessing. And literally, Gail, you're going to laugh. I started my business as home staging, organizing and redesign. Okay. But my company's name was by Michelle Lynn, because I figured if that didn't work out, that I could do dog walking, car washing, and <laughs> get or something. I just knew I was getting out of corporate, but Thankfully, this line of work worked out. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, corporate will make you skedaddle. I I think, and we discussed that we're both Tauruses, so we definitely have to be in control of our destiny. <laughs> oh, it's been it's been a learning experience. That's for darn sure. In fact, um, there was I remember there was a turning point where I I thought I was going to start this business. And I was going to be able to work 40 hours or less, just like with a badass schedule. And then I'd be able to make a ton of money and make people's houses beautiful. Well, you know, I fell flat on my face because I was treating it like a hobby. Mm -hmm. So what I learned is bringing forward the processes and the procedures from the, the businesses that I'd worked for before running multi-million dollar business units. Hello, duh, repeatable. Yeah you know, yeah. and, uh, repeatable processes that you can teach to others to scale your business. And, you know, whatever works, you, you keep doing whatever doesn't work, you, you edit and revise. True. True. So, yeah. No, so I think that's the biggest lesson is just run it like a business, not like a hobby. Well, it's funny because we're as creatives, you forget that part. And it's so funny when I meet, you know, new uh, people that want to come into the business and they're like, oh, it's going to be so much fun. I was like, sweetie, it is 90% business and 10% creativity. I was like, you're creative for a second. And then mm -hmm. you're, it's really business and you're managing people's money. You can't play around with that. No, you can't. And, and you have to, you have to be a good steward of their money because your reputation depends on it. Ooh, you will get burned. And here's the thing. There's always a budget. 
I, I love when people say, oh, they don't have a number. I was like, they have a number. They're just not sharing it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Or you're going to have to tell them what their number is and get them to agree to it. Yes. Yes. Because it's very interesting when you go into people's home and they tell you everything that they want. Like recently, a neighbor of mine said, you know, her budget is 85000 and she wants the whole first floor done, including the kitchen. And I was like, sweetie, that kitchen is your eighty-five. And she was yeah. like, what? And I said, and it's not even like, it's more than that. And she couldn't understand it. I was like, the appliances alone are like 60 grand. Yeah. And I think people just, well, I, there's a couple things. One, I would say it has to do with HGTV and the, yes. the lack yes. of reality there. And also I think that so many people, they buy their furniture, they do their renovations sometimes piecemealed yes. and they don't realize how quickly it adds up. Yes. So once we explain that and, and, you know, give them, give them just a, a loose budget, then I think it makes all the difference in the world because they know what to expect, Agreed. whether they do it in phases or whether they do it all at once, but there's an expectation there and you have to stay within it. Yeah. And it's, and it's funny too. Like if you haven't shopped in years and if family mm -hmm. has always given you stuff, but um, just with your point, I had said to another client when I did the presentation and showed them for the the full amount of their space, they couldn't get over that it was $35,000. I said, but if you break it up over time and you piecemeal it, like you buy the mm -hmm. cell phone year, the chair, whatever. I said, by the time it's done, that's what you will have spent. And, Absolutely. Then like, and it looks piecemealed together. Yeah. I'm like, just so, save it up and do it in one shot. I said, not some people can do a whole house in one shot. And I said, and some people can't. And those people, mm -hmm. I work with them room by room. They're like, okay, this year we're doing a living room or next year we'll do, you know, the dining room and, you know, the kitchen. Like it, it's, it's reality people. It's not HGTV. And and you get what you pay for. Yes. So I think that that's really important as well because they're hiring the expert. It's, I, I joke that I don't go to, and I know you're going to find this very unbelievable, but this isn't my real hair color, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I joke that I go to my hairstylist and I, I have to pay a premium because I want a premium. Yep. You know, I could go to Supercuts and get a box color and it would still be hair. Yeah. Like there, there's just that panache that comes with that, um, mm -hmm. you know, and you, you just have to be mindful and, and here, this, here's the thing. You also have to be realistic. You may want that, you know, hot, that hot was at the highest uh, end of the Mercedes, but you can mm -hmm. only really afford the, you know, the basic and there's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. It'll get you from point A to point B. It's just not going to be quite as comfortable. Right. And just know, just be realistic and know what you want. And how do you yeah. have that realistic conversation with your clients? So I believe that we, we really start our process in the very initial conversation. And we, 10, 15 minutes in our very first conversation, just to qualify if their timeline and their budget is realistic. and and also share with them, hey, do you have a budget or do you need help creating one? So we're trying to take the fear out of sharing that number with us mm -hmm. and letting them know as well that, you know, we're here to be good stewards of your money. And my goal is not to make a, you know, a flash in the pan with you. I want to stay literally I share with them if they don't know what their budget is. I reassure them my goal is long term. Right. I want to be with you for your next house or yep. your vacation home or referrals or whatever the case may be. So it's my job to make sure that 
we have a realistic budget. And I'm, <laughs> I tell them I'm the Sherpa. I'm the Sherpa that leads you up the mountain of design. And I tell you what to pack, tell you where to, you know, where to spend your money or where to not go turn right that. because you're going to fall down the, you're going to fall down the mountain I love or to it. go left and go up the mountain. So it has really, I think, helped our clients. And then our process, we go from that qualifying call and then we do a, a virtual meet and greet. And then we do a, um, and then we do our initial visit and then a scope of work. So we're really stair-stepping into the trust factor as we as we lead them to signing the contract that is smart so, i love that oh my gosh it, i think i think that answers that first question you asked me that's one of the things i brought from my previous life is is a sales process because you can't just email a contract to them and say hey i hope you can you sign this no and and here's the other thing you have to you're right you have to walk them through and so many people here's the other thing and and it's just ringing in my ear here a lot of people don't understand being an interior designer. You're also a salesperson. You're selling. You're selling yes. the dream. You're selling the the visual, the reality mm -hmm. that they want. It's not just I'm a creative, but you're a creative salesperson. Absolutely. And that's I think that's been um, one area of our industry that has been neglected yes Actually, just the whole the whole business processes so that's really opened such a beautiful door for for my team and i to help other help other designers with the business of interior design because nobody was teaching it when when i started my firm no and so it's just open the doors share all the goodness and everybody's going to shine you know yeah i just a, a rising tide lifts all boats yes Oh, see, we're, we're kindred spirits. Here. I know. Because <laughs> that's what I'm always saying to people. I was like, celebrate, just celebrate people. Just there's a, yes, there can be five designers lined up together. We're all going to get different jobs. And what is for you is for you. And what doesn't work for me, I will punt to you and be like, hey, pivot to this designer. Maybe they're a better fit for you, whatever. But, and it's just doing the right thing. And it's yeah. easy to do. And I joke that you know what, especially here in Dallas, you can throw a rock and hit a designer, decorator, whatever you want to call ourselves um, on, on the street, on every street corner. But if you, if you look at it, there are more ugly houses than there are designers. So <laughs> why, why, why all the secrecy? Really? <laughs> all the secrecy? Agreed. Let's just, let's just, you know, share leads, share what works and just let's all have more fun and make more money. Amen. Amen to yeah. that. Now, your team, gorgeous as they are, how did you build uh, your team? <laughs> Gail, you're going to laugh. It was literally all of them were pretty much blind um, hires. God just <laughs> brought me these beautiful babes, and I was smart enough to offer them a job at the time. Um, <laughs> no, that's Debbie smart. Was my, Debbie was my first hire. Well, um, she's been with me for eight and a half years now. And literally, when we, we both lived outside of L.A. at the same time, didn't know each other. We were literally about five, five minutes away from each other. I was in Westlake Village, and she was in Agora Hills. And she had been referred to me from a friend of our, a mutual friend. She came in. We sat down. And kind of like you and I, we just hit it off. Mm -hmm. And an hour later, I said, why don't you come work for me? And she said, okay. I had never seen a portfolio. She didn't ask me how much money. And... We just have been tightest thieves ever since. And Megan came to me about two years later, and she was down in South Texas, 
and sent a resume and I wasn't really hiring, but I was on that verge. It was kind of like, Oh, I don't right. know if I need to, but right. I'm going to meet this chick and see how it goes from there. And on her resume, she didn't have her address. So I didn't know she drove in like five hours, met with me for an hour and then drove home. What? And yes. And I was just like, Oh, that is initiative that yes. a chick who gets shit done yes but she gets stuff done and so you know at the time I had a project down south and I was just like okay well hey listen you can be my Austin um office for now and we'll just get this going and so she helped with a remote project and we went down there and installed it all together and it was a great fit she moved up to Dallas um in the meantime uh-huh. and happily ever after and lastly Nicole She's my director of operations. She Instagrammed me and said, Hey, we have a mutual friend. And she said, I need to meet you. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, that's great, but I'm kind of busy. And then she kept DMing me and I was like, Hey, and then I talked to our mutual friend and she said, she had just quit her job. I'm like, Hey, do you need a job or do you just want to get together for coffee? And she said both. So we got together and I said, okay, come on, you're organized. You can be director of operations. And She's just hit the ground running and does a great job keeping keeping me in line, but the rest of the team as well. But amazing. Just like I believe if you just send out that abundant vibe and yep. you want to see others succeed and you yep. want to promote them and so forth, I think people just come to you. That's the truth. I didn't post anything. And, and thankfully, it was the right timing and all of that sort of jazz. And I just hired another girl, Sarah, who was... Uh, uh, Sarah and Amanda, and they, they're not on my website yet, but they both came to me in a very similar manner. And it's just, when you find good people, you just keep them, you collect them. True. 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 sounds like you have a really great, well, from what it looks like also on your website, they're amazing. What is, okay. Two things. Well, I'll go with the first one. How do your clients find you? We have a lot of, um, we have a lot of business that comes through Instagram. Wow. Um, I know. And then referrals have been fantastic the last couple of, well, the last few years. I think we really found our sweet spot and our ideal client and they refer people. And then lastly is just making sure my SEO search engine optimization on mm-hmm. my website is, is working. Yeah. <laughs> it was broke for a while and I didn't know it. I was like, why? How come nobody's calling us? Oh my God. So can I tell you my uh, web, my web, person, website person, um, mm-hmm. ID code. That's my plug for her. Uh, oh, Anastasia yes. fire her work. Listen, yes. she did my website overnight and I have to tell you, it's it went up 750% of people going to my website, finding me and contacting me. Wow. She is amazing. is amazing. I cannot say enough about her. I always tell people about her. She is absolutely, her, her whole team is flawless. Um, I have a blogging person that works for me through her mm-hmm. is amazing. When I say uh, awesome, really good. She has um design camp that she does twice a year. I think yes. it is. I went uh-huh, to it. This t- yeah. I went with it. Went this past January in California because I went to go visit yes, my family too. Beach. Yep. Uh-huh. Just amazing. Amazing. That and the templates. So good to hear. Yeah, she has templates, everything. Like it people really need to understand that their website needs to be a workhorse. And if you need yes. that, just reach out to her. She's amazing. Um you know what? I have watched her 
exponential growth and have just loved her success. Yeah. Yeah. And she's so, and she's a tourist too. So is she really? That's <laughs> yes. hilarious. Yes. But um, you're just stubborn. I know. No, and focus. I'm going to succeed or else. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's what it is. It's going to be a good day. Gosh darn it. Um, yes. So we talked about your clients finding you. What is the most valuable lesson you have learned in this business and running your business? I would say um, be the CEO. You really have to step in and, and actually, so you have to step into your own power as CEO, Mm -hmm. but myself, literally I am a, I'm I'm a people pleaser, right? Right. So I always want to, I always want people to be happy and so forth, but you can't, you can't, you have to be the CEO and make the right decisions, make hard decisions and implement them. And if you have to like take on, like I joke that when I first started my business, I had to take on a, a new persona. So um, the business was Michelle Lynn Interiors mm-hmm. Group. Or the business now is M- Michelle Lynn Interiors Group or ML Interiors Group. Well, that's my first middle name. And I had to literally step into a character of Michelle Lynn mm-hmm. in order to get stuff done that needed to be done instead of like my own self. Right. So, I had to fake it almost until I made it because while I had been in management for years and years and years, it felt much more personal because it was my business, but you still have to make difficult decisions and you still have to manage projects, tell clients, no, tell your staff, no, and, and so forth. So I would say that's probably the biggest lesson is that you, at the end of the day, the buck stops with me. Love it. No, it's true. Yeah. No, that's true. And what advice would you give to uh, designers or someone wanting to get into this industry or switch up their business? Well, I'm going to give myself a um, a plug. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, let's do it. Let's do it. Get a business coach. Get a business coach or a mentor because you can expedite all the stuff you learn. And, and shave off five years of your learning curve and be profitable in year one easily if you have the right business coach. No, I'm not saying I'm the right business coach for everybody, but find one. And don't let your pride get in the way. Amen, because sister. this this business is hard. It you is. Nobody talks about how freaking difficult it is. No, they just show you all the, the highlight reels, the glitz and the glamour. And I was like, oh, sweetie. Oh, my gosh, No. And just be prepared, be prepared um, because some days are going to be glorious and amazing. And you're going to think that you rule the, the the world. And then other days, you're just going to want to lay on the floor in a heap of tears. And, and that's, <laughs> that's okay. True. That's true. <laughs> yes. From a peacock to a feather duster, as I always love to oh say. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use that one. I'll, <laughs> I'll send you residuals. <laughs> Oh my God. No problem. We'll share it. We'll share it. Okay. So before we go, where can the lovely people find you? And I'll put up your business coaching information because that's super important too, because designers do need to get a business coach. I don't think they, I I say it all the time, you know, but I think people feel like, oh, it's, I, you know, I don't want to throw money away. I was like, no, you'll actually be getting that back quickly. It's an investment, not an expense. Thank you. Yeah, I totally understand that. And I, I, I should have practiced what I preach because I didn't do it. I did it the hard way thinking that I was a badass, and yep. really I just fell on my ass. Um, so 
they can find uh, me at mlinteriorsgroup.com um, or mlinteriorsgroup on Instagram or Facebook. And then um, my coaching line is called Designed for the Creative Mind. And it's .com or the same thing on Instagram, Designed for the Creative Mind. And literally, I just thank you, Gail, for sharing that information because I absolutely love what we do. Thank and you. And love to share it with others. Well, sweetie, it's been my pleasure. And I'm putting all that information into the show notes so people can find you. But definitely, I'm going to like really talk about the business coaching because people need it because um, <laughs> it's important. Yeah. It's so important. Well, thank you it for is. coming on today. I really appreciate your time and have a great week. Thanks all. You too. Thank you for listening to the Design Perspectives podcast. As always, I'm your host, Gail M. Davis. I really appreciate you listening. Please don't forget to rate me on iTunes. It is super important and will help people to find where we are located. And the Design Perspectives podcast is also available on Design Network Platform. Thank you so much. Enjoy your day.